0: Welcome to Terra Talks, where we talk about all things real estate. In each episode, we'll tackle current trends and topics of interest, both locally and regionally. However, or wherever you decide to tune in, you're not going to want to miss this.
1: Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Terra Talks today. Uh, My name is Emma. I have been working at Terra Caribbean for the last seven years in sales and long-term rentals. I'm Laura Rochelle, and I'm on
2: the Terra Luxury team, a part of the Terra group with Terra Caribbean. And I've been with
0: Terra Luxury and Terra Caribbean now for four years. And my name is Rosemary McCartney. You guys will know me as Rosie. I have been with Terra for two years, and um, it's been amazing. And Emma and I and Laura are going to dive straight into what's been happening over the last two years in the rental market. So, Emma, take it away.
1: Yeah so we're going to touch on our long-term rental market. We will start with a bit from Ross University and then obviously that slight drama of COVID that happened um, as well as the introduction of the welcome stamp, um, a short section on rates and then whether furnished versus unfurnished rentals are the way to the future. So Rosie I know that you are queen of Ross University rentals can you give us a bit of a scoop?
0: Absolutely so Whilst I was primarily on the residential end of the Ross University rentals, there actually was a lot of commercial that many people might not have known about. So about mid-May 2018, Ad Talum, which is the the mother company of Ross and all of their universities, um, they had reached out and essentially they were looking for a new home for Ross University because they were, before they were in Dominica, And then, obviously, there was a really bad hurricane and the infrastructure couldn't support the university anymore. So they were on the hunt. I know that they were looking at several different islands and, of course, they wanted to look at Barbados. And I think one of the main attractions about Barbados was the fact that we had such an incredible international airport that has direct flights to numerous countries. Um, So with all that being said, they came to Barbados. They were looking for about 100,000 square feet. Of commercial space and wow. that's pretty tough to come by. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say how and where. Yes so I know that um, there were a lot of key players that you know may not have been mentioned throughout the whole process but I do know that everyone who was involved was extremely tasked they had to find a hundred thousand square feet of commercial space and then they had to find housing for about a thousand students at that time um, and of course you know everyone knows how that went they yeah. found Lloyd Erskine and then there was Covley. Now, I know that with Coverly they had about 300 shells that they could convert into student housing, and they had to build 100 new homes, and they had six months to do that. <laughs> I remember that. It was insane watching the progress. Every time you drove into Coverly there were like three new homes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I drove in like twice a day. I'm kidding. <laughs> but they, they had a really big task ahead of them, and I think when everything was agreed, they had about five months left, and at that point, they had... F- just under 1,400 students. So wow. needless to say, on the commercial end of things, they were pedal to the metal. Yeah. And then on the residential end of things is where I stepped in for the faculty. There were about 150 staff. Wow. And um, Tara was able to secure 83 of those rentals. And the way we did it was we worked with just over 25 agencies and we created a portal that only the faculty had access to. And we just curated every single listing that we had our hands on and that all agencies wanted to share, and we offered it to the faculty. Now, think of it as like an MLS. Yeah. That was actually up to date. So <laughs> <laughs> so we had an awesome tool, and it was amazing. We got to work with all agents. We got to make great relationships. And, um, of course, it was a big win for Tara that we were able to work with Ross so closely and I think we have a good long-standing relationship with them.
1: Yeah, in terms of like faculty, were they coming down by themselves
0: or were they moving with families? Well, exactly that. Yes. It, was, it was a mix. So they did have mature faculty that had their kids were in university or had their own kids. Um, there were a lot of families. We also dealt with um, some of the families, um, well faculty and families that were from Dominica because right. they did actually hire quite a bit of their, um, their staff was from Dominica which is incredible because they brought them over here. Um, and I think that was incredible for the university and for the staff as well because Dominica's infrastructure at the time really couldn't sustain and they were pretty much on the road to recovery yeah. in mid-2018, 20, going into 2019. Wow. So it was, it was a good mix. Um. It was my first rental project, so it was... Chucked in the deep end. Chucked in the deep end, <laughs> all the fires of hell, but it was an incredible experience, and I wouldn't treat it for awesome. the world.
1: What in terms of, like, rental ranges, did all faculty members have the same rental budget to work in, or did they have different...
0: It was entirely up to them. Um, some of them, you know, roomed to end up, like, coming together. There was a group, and I actually became really good friends with them. three um, girls, and they were late 20s early 30s and they ended up renting this awesome spot in maxwell together Wow! and because of that they were able to secure a higher rental rate yeah. so that was like a few people did that but it really ranged between a thousand us to five thousand us okay and all of them wanted furnished of course yeah yeah,
1: yeah i remember that it was suddenly it was just, just a crazy time to find furnished rentals and
0: yeah all well, together at the same time with everybody moving all at once the way when we ran these stats, and Mr. Malu would have done a report in the 2018 Red Book, and when we ran these stats, about 70% of our stock was taken up by Ross University. That's insane. Um, and I think what also came into play is, after a certain point, students were allowed to live off campus. Right. So not only is the local market competing with the Ross faculty that came in, they were then competing with the mature students who were allowed to live off campus. Yeah. So. I do remember that time and I remember all of the agents at Tara, anytime a listing came on, they were like, don't show it to Rosie. <laughs> She's going to rent it. <laughs> Hide your listings. Yeah, I was, I was everyone's favorite at the time. But. Yeah. Well, props to you, girl. Well yeah, done. Thank
1: you. Big congrats. So obviously we worked very hard, well, you especially, Rosie, during uh, the time with Ross University and um, then a small dilemma called COVID hit and there was a global pandemic and Ross University left, um, which was a major disruption for Barbados for the real estate market. And we're suddenly talking to landlords about, okay, they're now leaving and, you know, the tenancies ended and we're now relisting everything. So we went from having no rentals to suddenly loads of rentals. and We more supply than demand. Yeah, yeah. and what are we going to do with them? Um, and obviously the lockdown happened and everybody was working from home. And I know during that time we had a decrease in transactions by nearly 40%, which we'd never seen before, Um, especially during that time of the year. We get quite a few corporate rentals relocating during that time. Um, But then Auntie Mia had this fantastic idea of the welcome stamp and I think really saved us um, as real estate agents and also uh, for the Barbados economy. I think without that, we would be in a very different situation right now. Yeah, yeah, welcome
2: stamp was an amazing initiative, and I think it really helped that we were the first ones out the gate to offer this incredible idea of being able to live and work somewhere like Barbados. Uh, it almost feels like a dream come true, really. Yeah, And I think that opened the floodgates. Uh, and ironically, when we looked at the welcome stampers that were coming in, I believe the number one reason 40% of people that wanted to come to Barbados was down to lifestyle, so yeah. our way of life. Um, so yes, COVID is going on, but it gave them an opportunity to basically have this lifestyle for a year. Yeah. And some of them, I believe, are staying on even longer now, two, three years, some people are talking about staying for. So it's nice to have that option to be able to stay longer if you do want to.
1: Yeah, what I found amazing was that 76% of people had never even been to Barbados. Incredible! It's just incredible,
2: and under I think the age as well uh, was under fifty, uh, primarily was that. N-
0: yeah, seventy-five percent of them were under forty-five years old. Yeah. yeah, well, their goal when they first launched, I remember specifically, they wanted to go after millennials. Yeah, and I think they did capture a certain amount of millennial um, population, but they really kind of pivoted towards families. Absolutely, you know, yeah. So many families have moved here the yep. last year and I think that's also incredible
1: yeah I think it's fantastic I mean yeah like you said digital nomads like 67% of um, the people that came on the welcome stamp were by themselves and then yeah we started to see well it was 33% when we last did the report but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that number will have increased now because schools were at an absolute all time high yeah there was no room at Providence or Codrington nope um, so yeah I actually had
2: a family that couldn't come over because they couldn't get all four children in the same school yes um, and it just goes to show the demand for those types of schools. Yeah. Uh, in their instance, they needed a school that was both primary and secondary, and there's not that many actually that do both, um, which I tried to explain to them. But in the end, it did seem that Providence. I think all of the the, the schools and in, in the private sector were, were pretty much um, to capacity.
1: Yeah, goodness me. And then in terms of like where like Welcome Stampers were looking at, were there any like prime locations? Absolutely. There
0: were two main ones. And what were they, Rosie? St. James and (laughs) Christchurch. And to be specific, um, what everybody, what was the most frequent thing that I read, I want to be walking distance to the ocean. And honestly, why not? (laughs) (laughs) You're moving to Barbados. You want to be close to the ocean. Unfortunately, it's really hard um, to find good price properties within walking distance to the ocean. You know, so... Some people might have had a couple of trade-offs but that was the top requirement and then also those areas looked like whole town um yeah. some people actually didn't mind going as far up as Spitestown, which was also incredible because that's one of my favorite towns in the yeah of Barbados. yeah and um and then Christchurch. you were looking at spaces like hastings worthing atlantic shores those were like the the top neighborhoods, neighborhoods you were hearing about
1: yeah yeah. I mean I was just looking at some stats this morning and year on year we were up by 74 percent during Q3 when the welcome stat was introduced and our average rental range went from 1400 to 24,000 Barbados dollars a month wow. which we'd never seen before up until that time and then we suddenly saw an increase in the demand for six-bedroom rentals as well mm-hmm. like what was your experience with cause obviously then people wanted like short-term rentals too. Yeah so
2: I think that you have just nailed it on the head I think that We have covered the welcome stamp really, really well. But of course, there is a a huge number of people that also came over on what we called the welcome stamp light, um, which is basically testing the water. They know they can come here for three months, test it out, really see if this can be their home for a year before taking the plunge into the welcome stamp or perhaps um, going and coming back the following year and doing the same thing. So I think that... we we did find particularly over december to february when it's freezing cold everywhere else yeah that there was a huge demand for these types of rentals and it was really difficult actually to secure that me- number of properties in that short time frame yeah um which i know we all were struggling with across the board because it is a bit of a crossover it's something that We do do, but obviously not as much as we did in quarter three and quarter four.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, I also found that the rental rates increased um, overall because of these midterm rentals coming in. Absolutely. Um, And I think it sort of slightly altered the local market as well and corporate market going forward. And I did have a few conversations with clients where they thought that we had a COVID market
0: here. Mm -hmm. And I was like, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Quite (laughs) the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that's a harsh reality for people to swallow as well because they are expecting to come. And because of what's happening worldwide, they're expecting that it's going to be the same here. And unfortunately, at least with the rental market, quite the opposite prices are going up yeah um owners are holding out as as well because they know that a lot yeah. of the times if they wait the right person's gonna come but you also have some owners that are like you know what i don't want to i don't want to just toss the towel and let's take it let's work yeah. with this budget um so it's been i do think that it's this has also been a great learning curve for all of us yeah when it comes to negotiating rates and also Having that conversation, that tough conversation of short term going to long term. Yeah. I know that we've all had to have it. And, you know, it's nobody wants to hear if you go to long term, you're going to make half the amount of money. But yeah. also nobody wants to hear if you don't, you're going to be vacant for six months. Exactly. So.
2: Yeah. It's it's basically um, coming to the realization that obviously every holiday rental going into last season was not, confirmed you know you you didn't know if they could you know it it, 60 days before they might say you know what regulations haven't changed it's still difficult I'd rather come over at a later stage and our company is is great where we want to encourage people to come back and obviously we just allocate those funds for a future rental Mm. but for owners that's then a vacancy so they could have had somebody in for three months over the winter and got at least something to cover the costs and and that was the realization they really had to come to
1: yeah i mean compared from 2019 to 2020 our maximum rental rate was three times higher in 2020 just to put in perspective in terms of like growth but like you said you can't really say that to somebody that's rented on the short-term market and is having to go to long-term because they're still seeing the daily figure versus now a monthly figure exactly. and including utilities and are you including them and not, and especially because uh, it was a learning curve for us. Yeah, I've never done two to five month rentals really. I've always done six to twelve or yeah. twenty four month rentals. Mm-hmm. So having to sort of shift for us was a learning curve too. But I think we did it all. We did all right. We did. I, <laughs> and I, I, I truly believe that everybody did okay
2: in real yeah. estate in Barbados during that time because there were so many clients. I think everybody was busy with the rentals, and I we were very lucky. Lo- I
0: saw a lot of teams expand during this time yeah. as well, which is great because you're then you're hiring more people. Absolutely, yeah. and you're agreed. The economy. And terror,
2: <laughs> yeah, terror ourselves. We've just taken on two new agents as well, so yeah. it is
1: it is definitely a business that you know is doing okay during yeah. these times. In terms of like the type of properties that people are looking at, did you see like, like personally, were more of your clients looking towards like houses, apartments, townhouses? like average bedrooms that they were looking space. for space it was all about space I think that was a common
2: theme globally um, through COVID was that if we're going to have to go into lockdown at least we have a beautiful property and outside space that we can enjoy Barbados we're very lucky we have the sunshine so yeah. our lockdowns are never going to be as bad as other places because we can still get outside and enjoy the space as long as we have it yeah and I think it was key um, in a lot of people's search, particularly with families, that they had a house as opposed to an apartment, which yes. is what you would routinely stay when you're on vacation. Agreed. Um, but if you're here for a year, you need you need a home. You need somewhere that, that is going to be big enough for everybody and mm-hmm. o- also incorporate the space that you need as your office because this isn't just a house it's also a place that you're going to be working from
1: working remotely so fashion (laughs) yeah
2: i mean i never would have thought i would be in a position today where you have two clients that have very good budgets up to us ten thousand dollars and we cannot find them a house on the west coast right now in any of the you know main developments Um, yeah And, you know, it it just showing all new developers. (laughs) (laughs) Landlords, please step forward. (laughs) We need
1: you. Um, Yeah, it's it's pretty impressive. But did you find that you mentioned welcome stamp light, and obviously then you've got the welcome stamp where people pay for that visa for the 12 months to stay. Have you found that people have then sort of gone, oh, we'll try it for two to
0: three months, but then extended? Absolutely. 100%. Because they come and... Like all of us, they will come and they say, oh, wow, I, I could see myself living here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think also what we should mention is that even within the local market, there was a lot of changes that happened. Like I myself, you know, when you realize you have to be at home yeah, working and your space is not cut out for that. You no. go a little bit mental because you need to have different spaces and you need to compartmentalize it, your time. And make sure, like, if you're in the living room and you're watching TV, you're not down in your computer. Agreed. It's not healthy. So, I did find a lot of locals as well came and said, I wanna either upsize with find a place that has an extra bedroom that I can turn yeah. into an office, or you also found that they were having financial constraints and they said, I need to downsize. Yeah. So, whilst the welcome stamp was booming, you still had a lot of movement happening in the, the local. local market. And luckily, we were still able to rent unfurnished and appliances-only properties now, but we were still able to get a, quite a few done. In, when, it, when you compare it, yeah. it really isn't that much, but we also had to tell landlords that when they came to us to list those properties, hey, we don't have a high demand, but we'll do everything yeah. that we can to find you a tenant.
1: And I think also, I mean, just to add to that fact, our video walkthroughs helped us secure so many more rentals than we would have done prior yeah. to that. Um, it's definitely a new way to be doing real estate in sales and rentals. Yeah. Um so yeah, like you said, if you could show somebody that space and yeah. work with them, whether local or foreign market, then you could push forward on it for sure. Have you found that since the rental market sort of shifted and become extremely busy for us, any welcome stampers wanting to buy in future? Absolutely. In fact, one of my clients that is we're struggling to find this
2: rental for, yeah, uh, they now just are thinking we can't find a good quality rental home. We want to control our experience now. We've been here a year. They're staying for a second year and potentially a third. Mm. And they've decided, you know what, we're going to buy. We're yeah. going to buy and we're going to go away for the summer. We're going to wait for that sale to close and then ready for September when the girls go back to school. And they really do feel settled here. You know, They, they, they said that their plan was to go to Spain um, and it didn't work out because of COVID and actually Barbados turned out perfect because they were coming from Canada and it's a better time zone. So yeah. I can see them potentially even moving
1: their business here. They're, they're, they love Barbados. Yeah. And they're fully invested. That's awesome. Yeah. And then, I mean, when it comes down to like commercial rentals, I mean, that got, took a complete dive over the last year. Um, I mean, we did see a bit of an increase because of our corporation tax being between one to 5.5%. Um, and we have sort of seen relocation with families from UK and Canada. Mm-hmm. Are you starting to get an increase now with corporate commercial rentals? Um, I think that
2: commercial rentals, what we've seen is this now hybrid way of working. Yeah, And I don't think that we're ever going to go back to what we were before. Mm. I think that what we've seen from this is that there's some people that have to be in an office. That yeah. That's how they work best and then there's some people that actually you know what they have families they have children they have responsibilities and they actually are more comfortable and produce more when they're comfortable in yeah. their own home yeah. so i think that what we're going what we are seeing is basically either com- big commercial companies are now looking at office space either downsizing for this hybrid way of, of the new normal mm. And then you're getting some some businesses that, that may actually need to upsize because they need more space and they need, perhaps, um, to bring in extra entities to make it a safer environment to work from. So,
1: Yeah, I mean, I, our commercial rentals were down by 80% in quarter three, which, yeah. I mean, obviously COVID adds to the fact, and like you said, working from home. Yeah. Um, I mean, personally, for me, I've done a few co- uh, commercial rentals now, which is awesome, um, but yeah I was almost sort of shocked when I got that call saying mm. hi we're looking for office space but like you rightly said some of some people will always have to work from an office yeah and thank goodness for that so um yeah yeah I also noticed that furnished rentals had increased and accounted for 91 percent um during the course of last year which yeah. is very different compared to when we've worked with embassies and um those sort of corporate clients in the past where they brought down their container of furniture right Lord, did you find that you know, there was a one massive increase for furnished supply. Hundred percent. I mean, we we historically have always had more demand for furnished
2: properties. Um, you know, it's always been more niche market to to be looking for unfurnished, and and as you said quite rightly, it's it's corporate clients that are going to be here for a number of years, and that switched. it's now welcome stand. They're here for twelve months. They want to come with their suitcases and flip flops, yeah. and that's it. They don't. Yeah. They don't want to bring or go through the hassle of bringing furniture down just for twelve months. Um, so yes, we did, and it and it became a bit of a problem because a lot of the unfurnished stock was sti- sitting on the market for much longer, mm. as a lot of corporate clientele were not coming through because of COVID. so it was a difficult question sometimes to have um, or ask a a potential landlord would you consider furnishing because it is a big expense Mm -hmm. and we all know how much things are in barbados and and how much the duties are but there is a way to do it and not break the bank in doing it so have that conversation with your agent Um, i had an experience with a landlord who owned a three-bedroom townhouse and they basically went to, they had been sitting on the market for a very long time and they decided to nip it in the bud and, and furnish it. And, and it happened because the second person had given notice in the same uh, block yeah. and he couldn't have two properties vacant. It was just not an option. Well, you so,
1: can't buy a vacancy, right? So he said,
2: before that tenant moves out, we're furnishing and renting that one so that I'm not left with two and vacant you, and properties. And did he rent
0: them? yes we did Woohoo. we did <laughs> one of and them was to ross client <laughs> it was
2: actually rosie's rosie was quick in there yeah um soon as it was furnished i think
0: she was through the door yeah so i think it, it was good. when you were even furnishing it i was looking at the package that you were sending to the <laughs> landlord and i was like that that works yeah, yeah we can do it what price okay cool yeah boom. done and okay. that is how all the agents at tarot were very upset with me <laughs> <laughs> okay. so emma Now, you've been the question master for this whole podcast, but the real question for you that I want you to just divulge in because you are an incredible rental agent. Thanks. If you were a tenant right now, or you're coming in welcome stamp on your local market, what would you suggest for people to be doing right now before they even sign any agreement?
1: Um, Do your homework, obviously, number one. Um, Speak to your preferred agent of choice, Um, preferably, you know, Terra Caribbean, Terra Luxury. Uh, But no, I mean... Find an agent that you trust and you work well with. You need to do your homework in terms of your figures. Um, you know, once you sign a lease, you are committed to that lease for a year if you sign up for a year. Mm-hmm. And um, normally in the in the lease, you've got an exercise period for a certain amount of months and a notice period. So you need to be able to make sure that you can afford it. Number one, mm-hmm. um, so work out your budget. Work out what you want to spend on utilities. If you have a pet, maybe think about sort of location. You're probably going to need a garden space. Do you have a car? Are you going to be needing to be close to public transport? Um, And, you know, do you need furniture? And those kind of things. So, yeah, really do your homework. Know what you can work with because there's no point stretching yourself either with a rental or even a mortgage um, and becoming uncomfortable. And then look at location. Take a drive by. Go in the day, obviously. Look at the property. Take a second pair of eyes to help you. Um, But drive by again at night. Like I do that for my personal rental where I am now. Um, I loved it in the day, and then I drove by at night, and do I still feel the same? Yes, because you know what it's like, you walk into that property and go, yeah, this is the one, Mm -hmm. and it's such a nice feeling, and making that home your home, and adding that extra touch is awesome absolutely and I also found like when I was speaking
2: with mm-hmm. clients I just had to remind them as well that this is your office space and your home space so yeah. having designated work areas is really crucial I think Rosie touched on that with her own space when she was moving oh I um, got it
0: completely wrong during COVID the first time <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody got anything right <laughs> the first round of it was COVID hard. Yeah.
1: yeah
2: and I think the quick thinking and acting backed up with the fact that it was, I think, 96% of people from the welcome stamp survey that we conducted, yeah. uh, which covered all of our uh, our applicants through um, our our database of knowledge. We sent out a survey, I think it was 96% of them actually said that I think I have the stats it was uh, yeah. a very easy process, Yeah. which is kudos to the Barbados government, because we all know that they're not always quick off the mark and and the process is not always very easy and straightforward so i think that was huge in you know converting this interest to actually saying
0: this is easy let's do it yeah so i wanted to just touch on that as well from the immigration perspective i mean wherever you go in the world there's so much red tape to get your status and i think for Barbados, what they did was they just said it's a one week process. Come yeah. on guys, one week. And well, you can get everything. Thought, yeah, right, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> and you can get everything sorted in one week to me. That was where they started off right. Um, I know at the beginning they were completely overwhelmed because when this launched, I mean, this was on BBC, these this was on all the major T V stations in the world. Yeah. yeah their, their marketing launch was
1: Fantastic! I think we, you can safely say we went viral. Yeah, we <laughs> did. Yeah, I mean, I had friends. I mean, obviously, I grew up in England, and I had friends messaging me asking if it was real. It w- was this a hoax, yeah. and how can I get there? And can I come live with yeah. you? And I obviously said no, and you can find your own it's, place. But it, yeah, like <laughs> it was. It was it amazing was
2: and it still gives me goosebumps to this day to be like on BBC News and hearing about our little island. It's it's huge and you know for a little population of 285,000 people I think it was absolutely what we needed exactly at the right time.
0: Yeah. And the legislation behind it they were able which is also something that we should really commend the government on. They were able to write the legislation for that in a matter of weeks. Yeah, And usually, you know, typically when it comes to those sort of legalities and paperwork, it does take months to get these kind yeah. of things done. For down. years,
2: so let's not forget about Brexit. <laughs>
0: Gosh, what a painful topic. <laughs> We've spoken about enough suffering. Yeah. So, but I think that was also something that we should really give them a round of applause for because yeah. they were able to have this amazing idea and executed, Mm. and not halfway executed. They really completely looked at it at large. They looked at it from the immigration perspective, the tax perspective, the schooling perspective, Um, and then obviously they gave this incredible opportunity to real estate agents, landlords. You know, even if you weren't a landlord listed with a real estate agent company, Airbnb, um, you know, all of those avenues, everybody benefited, restaurants, everyone. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I
1: think that's what I actually really enjoyed, like having those new conversations with people that were thinking about becoming a landlord that had never up until this time thought, yeah, actually, I would, you know, or yeah. well, maybe I don't actually need my massive house, and I'll downsize to a condo, Yeah. Um, and then suddenly just shifting perspective. I, I think it, um, it opened a lot of people's eyes, And, um, yeah, we're very, very lucky in that respect. In terms of, like, anybody listening that is thinking of becoming a landlord, Mm -hmm. what are your sort of, like, top tips for somebody that's thinking, maybe I should jump into becoming a landlord? Now is the time. Now is the time to really start thinking if if you want
2: to have an investment. Because at the moment we're seeing so much demand, uh, your property, as long as it's in a good location, it fits the criteria, which a terror agent can easily guide you on. We would be delighted for stock. We are constantly looking uh, for new new properties and good quality homes. Yeah. Somewhere I always say my rule of thumb is: if you can imagine yourself living there, then there will absolutely be a tenant that will live there. Yeah. And. I As I said, going back to furnishing, it doesn't have to be expensive, and we have a very good relationship with a number of the um, suppliers on island. One of the suppliers actually quoted my guy, did the presentation on PowerPoint because he was in London, and between them, they they managed to get to a price that he was comfortable to pay, and I think um, in total for the full works, fully fitted kitchen, all the appliances, down to the cutlery and crockery,
0: yeah.
2: um, he came in at just under thirty-five thousand Barbados dollars, which that's
0: great. and that was for a two bed. That was actually three bed. Ah, um, okay.
2: Yeah, there was another two bed downstairs in the basement that we furnished for under thirty. So okay. well, that's fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: So I mean, yeah, a little bit daunting, but actually, if you are yeah. willing to jump in the deep end, then great. Absolutely, I think that. And then we would love to rent it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: And the thing is, talk with your agent, talk with your agent, discuss what you are looking to spend, and we can easily guide you to something that makes sense. Um, And also with long-term rentals, as we said and keep saying, vacancy is not really the best for any long-term renting investment. So we will
1: try and pitch it at what we think we can know that we can achieve. Yeah. I had quite a few clients come down from sort of like Florida area in the US. I think especially with the how the states were handling COVID at the time, mm-hmm. i got quite a lot of like the Florida winter birds come down um, as well as UK and Canada. Where were your clients from? I would say predominantly,
2: I, I, and I think it was quoted in our welcome stamp survey as well, that I think 47% of them came from the US, which was a market that really was a minority market. Mm-hmm pre-COVID, you know, I think the vast majority of our investors and and corporate rentals, especially with the banks being Canadian, was the UK and Canada. Um, And again, this shift happened um, thanks to the welcome stamp, because we're now targeting a different market. Mm. Historically, we've targeted retirees that are going to be here four months, can afford to be here for four months and not have to go back to work. Whilst America, it's very different. They only get two weeks vacation a year and they work really hard um and they don't want to jump on two planes to get to Barbados but when the welcome stamp opened up this new this new type of clientele yeah and now we're seeing as you said you know under 45 was the predominant age and they're coming sometimes with families I remember one family who came here on the welcome stamp they stayed for a year. And she said, this is the first time in six months my two-year-old has played with another child. And that to me was significant because, you know, that's the reason why she's here is so that her children and herself and her husband can actually have a lifestyle and actually engage with other people and not be isolated to their homes, even though it wasn't, you know, we all know how the states handle
1: COVID, but she felt safer staying inside and shielding. So." I think that was huge. Um, I mean, Barbados does offer a great lifestyle. We've actually all moved here um, or moved back here. Um, And, yeah, I think Barbados has done fantastically well to keep it going. I think for the next year, like, personally, in my opinion, I think rentals are going to continue to increase. I think we're still going to see the welcome stamps come in. Um, And, I mean... With, the pe- with clients in the UK I know they were getting up at sort of like 5am to sort of do their morning works and they were matching 9am London time and finishing sort of during early afternoon and then going for a surf I mean if that's not a great work-life balance I don't know what <laughs> is <laughs> um, are you still seeing interest as well in the welcome stamp? Yeah I don't think it's something that's
2: going to go away I think it's something that's here for good I do think that it's you know it, on the whole a lot of people have been saying how amazing it is and our marketing is best as word of mouth so I think that's encouraging I'm also we're also seeing these welcome stampers deciding that they want to purchase seeing as 76% of them didn't even know Barbados and never even been here before you know we're seeing buyers that we may never have seen had this not happened Um, you know I think that we are very fortunate to have had this opportunity and leveraged it to the degree in which we've done.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the fact that 75% of um, the people that came were under 45 and this, you know, influx of digital nomads, mm-hmm. that's huge. Like, we are now fashionable again. Yeah. Um, and there was that risk, like you said earlier, of, you know, being, being more popular with the, an older generation, you know, 50 yeah. plus, and the fact that people that are our ages now coming in and going, actually, yeah, yep. I maybe actually can't afford to buy a home in London and I do want to potentially invest now in Barbados. Mm-hmm. That's massive. 100% and I think it's also noteworthy that the US obviously the time
2: difference is more similar to our, yeah, our time and zone Canada. and Canada so I think it's noteworthy because obviously it's easier for them to work from here where it's maybe an hour or no time bif- difference as opposed to the UK where it is five hours ahead yeah and again I think even a lot of people that come over to the UK have made it work with their employer yeah. so you know they're if they're able to work from home, they do it in their own time. And yeah. I think the lifestyle definitely outweighs the lifestyle in the UK. And I can personally vouch for this. <laughs> <laughs> I second that. <laughs> um, I think
0: when it comes to um, just to tie everything together, like with you know the corporate rentals, the office space, the welcome stamp, everything just tying it all together. I think what the welcome stamp did, especially for Barbados, it was, it was a catalyst. It just set off so many different revenue streams so many different avenues for people to benefit from yeah and even like in the work environment like now people feel comfortable they don't they don't have to come into work five days a week they can do it from home and i think it it has made such a big impact on people physically emotionally as well they went through these times where they were you know just stuck at home for so long just and all we did was FaceTimes and talking to each other. Zoom. When <laughs> the Welcome Stamp launched, it was, we were now coming out of, you know, we came out of our our first lockdown. And we, first of all, we missed having all the tourists on island. Yeah. yeah. And then it was another way for us, like as soon as it launched, it just started to go back to, you know, normal quote on coat is what we can yeah. call it. But again, it was just a huge catalyst for us. Mm-hmm. And I think also a catalyst for people to actually get here, as you said, like a total different demographic. Yeah. And one thing I think that we haven't touched on at all, which I think was so incredible as well, is that the fact that there was all these different Facebook groups. Yeah. And to be honest, I know everybody in this room could put their hand up and say that they learned so much about Barbados (laughs) from this Facebook (laughs) group. There were things I did not know. (laughs) But it was an avenue for people to get support yeah. Um, and ask questions that maybe their real estate agent might not have known. It might yeah. have been a tax question if they're coming from Canada. Heck, I can't say that I'm 100% versed in that. But I learned so much, and I would always tell anyone that reached out to me, have you looked into this group? Yeah, same. Because it was a huge support system for yeah. them, and they made friends. And, you know, I've seen so many people on those groups, on about five or six that I'm a part yeah. of, that have said, hey, I'm thinking about buying here." Yeah. And again... Yeah. Big catalyst. So yeah, that yeah. I think of welcome stamp, and then I think of it's just been a, It's just been <laughs> so. such a lovely sense of
1: community. And, I mean, Barbados as a whole, that's what I loved about moving here. Yep. Uh, there is that sense of community. People look after you. People look out for you. There's that support network. And that Facebook group definitely yep. adds to that support. Um, and I've, I'm still fascinated. When I read the report that Terra Caribbean and Terra Luxury did on the welcome stamp, and, you know, looked at those facts and figures to, you know, just to check... And see, it. are we all feeling the same here? Is everybody you know is the rental market great for everybody, or is it just you know one person that's saying Barbados is every you know everything, and the facts don't lie. No, nope. and I actually really can't wait for the second year when they do this again because I mean, just reading those and facts and figures, seeing where people have come from, the rental ranges that they're using. I mean, they're not you know small rentals. Absolutely These your minimum is five thousand Barbados a month. That's a lot. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's important to note that, you know, um,
2: a lot of businesses um, are now considering, an, you know, setting up in Barbados. It's now becoming a lot more attractive. Corporation tax has been slashed to w- between 1% and 5.5%. That's huge. Mm-hmm. And, again, it's a ripple effect, you know. Once they feel comfortable in Barbados and they've got an idea of how everything works here... yeah. They're now thinking, seriously, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually bring my business here. This, this is a perfect spot for me yeah. right now for the next five to ten years.
1: Um she had, had that longer. conversation yesterday with a, a family from Canada, and they came on the welcome stamp, and they're now relocating their company down here. Mm-hmm. And Can you imagine how hard
0: it's going to be to convince people to ever move here for work? <laughs> <laughs> i mean twist my rubber off <laughs> but also um i know emma and i definitely because we work on some rentals together but um we've definitely seen an increase in corporate rentals so companies yeah. are again feeling comfortable to say you know what things have stabilized enough let's yeah. bring back in um the people confidence that is back exactly yeah. so that's also another revenue stream for for vendors as well and landlords to say you know that action is still it's well it's slowly creeping back but it's there
1: yeah
2: and Emma, you are the one that dedicates a lot of time to these quarterly reports, you and our colleague Betty. Yeah. Um, how has it been, like, over the last year, how how, how have we performed?
1: What are the numbers saying? Uh, we've done very well, actually. <laughs> I have to say, um, year on year for 2019, we increased our transactions just for long-term rentals, not even sales, by 111%. Cheers to that, ladies. Wow. that's huge, and I think that just comes down to sort of our team, our ethics, um, working really hard, and obviously the success of the Welcome Stamp, our local community with our rentals as well, and then corporate too. Um, And I mean, yeah, in terms of ranges, we've had rental ranges from 1,000 Barbados a month up to 36,000 Barbados a month. Up until this welcome stamp, I was never doing anything really past 10,000 Barbados a month. Um, So it really just shows, yeah, the level of client that's coming down, the luxury Mm -hmm. client that's coming down, that's rediscovering Barbados, that's choosing Barbados over other Caribbean islands, number one. Um, As you mentioned, we've got great infrastructure. We've got, you know, the airport. We've got a lot of amenities. We are a sort of small city, as, as it were. Um, and then you know choosing places that have had you know different I mean look at Florida people came down from the win- winter yep. winter birds which is great and then I mean in Q3 as well with the introduction of the welcome stamp the demand for six bedroom houses suddenly existed Yeah. before that we really didn't see that many I mean you'd have like two to three and four that was extremely popular um, but suddenly six bedrooms became popular. Yeah. And what I found amazing was the highest average rental rates um, were achieved for one and two and four-bedroom properties during Q3 and Q4. I mean, they increased by 33%. Incredible. It really was incredible. And, and you know, timing is key, um, but
2: but kudos to Barbados for being the first out the gate yeah. and getting the Welcome Stamp initiative over the line in as little stress as possible (laughs)
1: yeah i mean what i also found interesting too when i was um doing these quarterly reports with um my colleague betty um was the fact that you know there's a massive increase for houses because people wanted the space people wanted the garden space however apartments year on year decreased but i mean they still accounted for 51 percent of rentals. So, I mean, for anybody panicking, thinking, oh my gosh, I own a condo and it's not going to get rented, they definitely will rent. We are yeah. still renting them. It just, we saw a, a slight shift because people wanted that space, especially with those bringing their pets down. Um, I think that's something that Barbados developers really need to look into. Um, I know we talk about it a lot when we meet with new developers of sort of having projects um there was a new one in Spitestown that happened recently and the first que- one of the first questions i asked was obviously the price and what have you but are you going to allow pets yeah. because everybody wants to bring their pet yeah um you've got to you've got to move with the times otherwise you'll get left behind yep. 100%. um and the welcome stat was something that we got ahead of the time with and the success for that was i mean it's showing in the numbers which yeah. is awesome because I do think that is the number one reason
2: why um, people you know, move away from apartments is their pet is their baby,
0: as Rosie said. You know, That's part of their family. I have two for a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so my question to you guys is, what do you think is going to happen next? Because Ross University is bringing back their students. They're bringing in new hires. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen in the rental market next? Because if you don't feel tight when it comes to finding a new prophecy for clients what do you what do you think is going to happen i think my work hours just got
1: extended and there's going to be some wine drunk for sure (laughs) 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 Uh, it's going to be i think yeah like it's going to be um a stressful but fun time shall we say Mm -hmm. um i think the the demand obviously as you said is going to increase and the supply well it's definitely decreased and we are going to start to have to really persuade some people to maybe
0: become landlords i think what's going to be the most interesting is now with um you know everybody being double vaccinated our tourism is going to go back up yeah so people who were in long term that were short term before they're going to go back to short term yeah Yeah. and then our long-term stock is also going to decrease yeah it's it's going to be a great time for (laughs) (laughs) us basically we need to expand barbados i think
2: more people have to do what my client has done and invest yeah Yeah. (laughs) invest as a landlord invest if you if you know that Barbados is always going to be special to you there's significant investment opportunities here you know there's you can have a home and then as long as it covers itself which is what most buyers are looking for is just for it to wash itself and we can assure you we will find you know rentals um, to help you with those costs so I think it's it it will be that we we are going to have to really look for more listings. But I also believe that some of these welcome stampers are already transitioning into buyers anyway. So yeah.
0: quite a few, yeah. yeah.
2: It, it's targeting a new type of investor. Is some a tar- and you know even in the last five years you look at how things have changed with our tourism product. We are now. A little bit back to our roots, I would say. You go along the West Coast and you now have several beach bars which actually feel like you're in Barbados. Um, A lot of my clients say that. They want to feel that they're on an island. They don't want to go to a place... Um, where they could be anywhere in the wor- anywhere in the world, like the states. Yeah. Um, so, Lacabam, Seashed, none of those were around five years ago, and yeah. I think that is the direction in which we're going. We're trying to bring in a new type of clientele and track them, and say, look, our amenities match what we're offering. You yeah. know, it's not just sun, sea, and sand. We have a cool places that you can go, and the number one reason why people come back is the people, anyway. You know, yeah. it's the friendliness and the
1: community, the sense of a community and feeling safe. Yeah. I think there are going to be some new developments popping up. I think it's really sort of made any potential developer think and start to move forward. So, yeah, I think the year ahead, we'll see some new developments pop up. I think the rental market is going to go a little bit nuts. I'm excited (laughs) for it. I'm really excited for it. Um, And I think it's noteworthy that our sister company, Blue Sky Luxury, are already
2: in hot demand for next winter. So several properties or several categories of properties are already becoming very, very slim to book. Fully booked up. Fully booked up. So that pent-up demand from people that have not been away for 18 months is going to hit home. And, yeah, we're going to struggle, I think, to a degree, but as long as these developments come to fruition and we get some more investors and landlords, I think that hopefully we can make everybody happy. Yeah, (laughs) it should be
1: good. Well... Thank you so much for joining me today to talk about the long-term rental market. I've loved speaking with you as my colleagues and friends. Um, And just to say that, you know, if anybody is thinking about becoming a landlord, please, please just reach out to us. We'd be very happy to advise you in terms of what to expect, how to get your property ready, um, and those looking to potentially move to Barbados or flee the family home we will be happy to help. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank
0: you. To connect with us, log on to terrorred.com, and we'll see you here next time.